0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Align Wellness Podcast, Episode 4. I'm your host, Megan Schmidt, and today I'm switching gears from talking about plant-based to movement and exercise, which is another huge passion of mine, one that sometimes gets shuffled to the bottom of my list, but I'm going to share some of my tips to getting exercise in throughout the day or scheduling it in for 20 minutes at one time. So let's get to it. Hey everyone, so I'm going to start by sharing a story back a few years ago, pre-kids for me, so it was probably six years ago, and I was maybe 20 or 21, and I was obsessed with going to the gym, running, and yoga, and all that, and I remember talking to my mom who loves yoga as well, but she's not into the gym or running, and she's extremely busy on the farm with my dad. She puts her heart into all of her delicious meals that she makes, and she spends so much time caring for everyone, clearly my hero. But I remember thinking, being young and obviously very naive, I said, I love the gym, it feels so good to go to the gym or go to a yoga class, um, go for a run, everyone should be doing this every day for their health. And so anyways, we were talking about that, talking about working out, and and I think I said, you just need to make time for the gym no matter what. You have to make time. And while that's true, it was very naive of me not having any kids and not being as busy as she is, or lots of people are, you know, with their commitments, and she kind of laughed to herself, and I don't think that she really even said anything. Maybe she said, well, sometimes it's hard, but... Um, that was definitely pre-kids before I realized how tough it can be for moms and dads to make time. When you're home with kids all day, people who don't have kids probably think like, what are you guys doing all day? But it's extremely busy. You're busy with kids in the kitchen cooking and cleaning up and preparing for the next meal. So um, we've talked about it, that story now, my mom and I, and we laugh about it Um I mean, I was so silly and clueless because when you have kids, yeah, you just quickly realize that life is on someone else's schedule and plans can change in a hurry. Um, so sometimes I get frustrated when I am listening to maybe some motivational talk on YouTube, for example, and s- Sorry, but sometimes it's usually a man that's saying, you know, if you have dreams, you just have to go out there and get to them. You have to wake up early, stay up late, and on and on. And um, I'm sure everybody's heard some story or some influencer say something similar to that. But that's just not always real life when you have small kids, Um, when your kids aren't sleeping through the night and you have, you know, one or even, and more kids, but one, two, like if you just have one child, it's still, you're still tired when you're getting up and the more kids you have, they can wake each other up so quickly in the middle of the night. And so your sleep is so important. And if you're not getting a good night's sleep, you're not necessarily going to wake up at four in the morning and start working on your dreams because you're exhausted from not sleeping through the night, right? So, um, that's just, that's also the same with working out. Like once your kids start sleeping a little bit better, then it becomes maybe more of an option to get up and you have a little bit more freedom too. But when you're stuck at home with a baby that's under one and they're nursing and you kind of have to be there for them, it does make it hard. Not that it's impossible, but it's it's an obstacle and it makes it a little bit more tricky. So... Um, like I said, you're a stay-at-home parent, um, likely, or even working out of the home, this is all true for you, that it takes a little bit of work to maneuver around your kid's schedule, your work schedule, and make time for, for movement and physical exercise. Um, but you really do need to make your health a priority in finding movement that works for you and that feels good and including plant-based meals into your into your diet. Um, it's just something that we all need to be doing if we want to be feeling the best that we can be. And it's really important when you're a mom. It's the hardest time to figure that out and to have to, to plan all of it. But your kids are depending on, you know, a happy, healthy mom to take care of them. And you do need to take care of yourself. And it's hard because... Usually, we're the ones that get put to the bottom of the totem pole by our own making, by our own choosing. And that's hard to hear, but it's very true. I know I do that to myself all the time. I should be putting myself a little bit higher up on the needs pole, but sometimes I just, sometimes I don't because life gets in the way. So, anyways, um, back to finding some time to schedule in some movement. So, Just like nutrition, what works for me is not necessarily going to work for you. Um, But yeah, with my kids not sleeping well right now, I don't get up at 4 a.m. and work out before they're awake. I schedule it in and try to fit it around our days when we're at home or if my husband's home, then I will, you know, do yoga by myself or go for a run, which now that it's nicer out, it's a little bit easier to get out and go for a run. But you have a few options. So you can either just say I'm going to schedule 20 or 30 minutes of exercise, do it at one time, or you could sprinkle it throughout your day. So maybe you just do, you know, a few squats here, a few push-ups here, a few crunches or sit-ups or leg lifts, whatever here and there, and that's totally doable and it's just actually doing it, following through and doing it. But those are your kind of options. So if you're home with your kids all week, say your husband or your wife, whatever it works, um, Monday to Friday, then you can either do your workout at home with your kids or you can stream something from YouTube or do body weight um, with bands or free weights. Um, you could schedule a class for when you have your partner come home and you can sneak out of the house. But there's also... Um, Lots that you can find on YouTube. But apps like MindBody are really nice because then you can actually book yourself in for the class from home and then you have that little bit of commitment and accountability if you need that extra nudge to get out of the house. Well, you've already booked yourself in, so you're going to go to the class, right? Um, Or finding a partner or another mom that you can go to classes with together. That makes it um, a lot easier to do do, um, fitness because you can catch up with each other, you can share knowledge and maybe complain a little bit about some kids not sleeping or whatever. And then you also have that commitment while you know that your friend is going to be there, so you need to go. And that works well in your favor. So um, for me, my husband's schedule is a mix of days and nights. So I try to squeeze it in, like I said, when he's home and can take the kids, then I can have a little bit more of my own quieter practice without kids. Um but yeah, for me right now, I don't I don't make as much time for doing weights and running even that that I'd like to, but my most important things to work on right now is yoga and meditation. That's fairly really important for me. So that's where I'm putting my priorities. So if you're new to exercising, then I would definitely recommend you try going for a class that's led by an instructor. And that way you won't be at home and waste your time searching YouTube for workouts or, you know, wondering if you're doing it properly. Um, You have somebody who knows what they're doing and that they're watching you in your form. And if you have any questions, then they can help you. So that's a That would be my tip if you're really new to working out. And it's also a really good place to meet other women, other moms um, that are working out. And it can be fun. You can all benefit from the energy in the room when you're working out. Sometimes I feel like you can get in a better workout when you're with other women or other people. So if you've been working out for a while and you're more comfortable doing different exercises, then maybe working out at home is a nice option. You don't have to leave the house like nap or bedtime it's impossible and there's tons of videos that you can stream on YouTube and search and you can get in a really good sweat or stretch um, stretch and sweat and I also recently started a YouTube channel for yoga and also I'll be doing some other kitchen tutorials and stuff on there soon Um, but for me I know that when baby is napping you finally have some free time that you obviously can't leave the house so it's nice to just follow along to a practice. Um, if you're comfortable with yoga, that is. If you're new to yoga, I would recommend, same thing, going to a yoga class that somebody can teach you it and watch your form because that's important. Um, If your kids are older, they'll play maybe, hopefully, while you squeeze in a practice at home and then you don't have to load everyone up in the car, especially when it's cold out um, and you don't have to find a parking spot and You know, you're paying extra for that, for childminding and all that too. So that can make a difference too in what's available um, for you. But with yoga, I definitely recommend a good mat like Manduka. Those are, that's what I use. I love them and I've used mine for like nine years and it's still in really good shape. Um, It's nice to go to a yoga studio and practice with everybody. The breath and everything together is really nice. You have a great community of yogis. That you can connect with. But once you have kids, it's just that obstacle that does make it not always an option. Depending on when their classes are scheduled, that might not be when you can sneak out of the house. So um, that's really what I was thinking when I started this yoga YouTube channel. That was a big pain point for me. And I teach yoga, so I know that other people are feeling this too that maybe don't teach yoga, don't know how to um, style a class. So I truly believe that yoga is for everyone and that there are so many different styles out there that if you try my classes and it doesn't resonate with you, keep searching. There's lots out there. There's lots of great teachers that you can find online or in person too. But just like with our nutrition, we all for the most part know what foods to include more of into our diets for our best health. And sometimes We don't always cook the best, um, cook them the best, or eat them, even though we generally know what the healthy foods are. And that's really similar to movement. We all know that getting in exercise or movement daily is great for your body and mind. But, like with nutrition, there is sometimes a disconnect between knowing that it's good for you and then following through with that action. So, Tony Robbins talks about how we live up to the idea of what kind of person we believe we are. For example, if we generally make 40 grand a year, then that's the type of person we believe we are. And to make more than that is challenging until you change your mindset of yourself. And that's similar to your body or your exercise level. Someone who runs marathons, that's their identity. So to make a change, you have to start by changing your rituals. And making it a ritual to have that green smoothie in the morning or for breakfast or lunch, whatever. Making a ritual to go on a walk during your lunch break um, or just do a five-minute meditation every morning. You need to start doing those things to make it a habit and then it just becomes a second nature to you. You don't even have to think about getting up and brushing your teeth now because you've made it a habit. And that will be similar to your food. Um, if you start making it a ritual to eat healthy, then it will be second nature to you. If you start making a ritual to do a few minutes of down dog in the morning, then that will be second nature to you. So you need to start thinking of yourself and your plans as important so that when you make plans with yourself, you stick to them. Just like if you make plans with someone else, you stick to them generally speaking. So if you plan to meet your friend at the gym, like we talked about earlier, or for a spin class, whatever, you're likely not going to cancel because she's waiting on you. But if we make plans ourselves, we're sometimes more relaxed and it's easier to not follow through on our plans. But don't do that to yourself. Show yourself that you are important and that you mean what you say. I love Don Miguel Ruiz's book called The Four Agreements. If you haven't read it yet, you definitely need to. It's so, so good for just life principles in general. But the first agreement is be impeccable with your word. And that's so good and so true. So what he says is eventually if you start being so impeccable with your word, your word, eventually what you say will come true like that's how it can work is that you can be that impeccable with your words so how awesome is that if you start um making plans with yourself that you're going to go to do a run tomorrow at this time and you follow through with that you're teaching yourself that you're important and that you can be trusted and that's you are important and that your health does matter so try to be as good with yourself as you are with other people when you make plans. Give yourself that accountability. So anyways, I've gone a little bit off track. Back to movement. We all know how good we feel when we exercise or when we just make movement part of our day. Um, if you're not, if you don't like exercising, then Find something that you like like if you don't like going to the gym and lifting weights don't do that necessarily Um, Maybe you can try it for a couple weeks and maybe you start to like it Maybe you're not liking it because you're not good at it yet Which is something I sometimes do and i'm not that good at it I don't always like it right off the bat, but if you stick with it You might start to enjoy it So know that but also know that there's so many different ways to get movement in You could try rowing, you could try swimming, you could go to yoga, you could go for a walk, just anything. Try different classes. There's so many options out there. Try it all and see what you like so that you enjoy doing that and that's going to make it easier for you to commit to doing it rather than blowing it off, right? So just like with our food, um, you need to schedule in your workouts if you want to make them a priority. If you're really busy, Then schedule it in and you will see that you do have time for it. Um, You won't maybe spend that extra time on Instagram or Facebook. You can use that time to do something at home or go for a walk with your kids or whatever it might be. But just schedule it in, commit to doing it. start off small. If you're going to be at home and doing a home practice, commit to doing just a three-minute down dog. And I bet that if you do that, you're bound to go through a few sun salutations and maybe even more um, poses. So start off by just doing it and doing small amounts and building on that. And um, the reason that I love yoga so much for me is that there's that emphasis on breath and you're connecting the breath with the movement, which really helps to drop you into your body. And obviously, if you're practicing at home with kids, it gets a little distracting, but it's honestly still better than nothing. So don't feel like you're not getting benefits if you're not able to fully focus. But when you're doing that, you start to tune into your body and you actually think, okay, how am I feeling right now? Or this stretch is feeling good. I did have a sore back from breastfeeding all night or whatever. And that's another huge form of self-care is showing your body and your mind some love. And another huge benefit to practicing at home is that your kids will see you and they love to copy things we do. So they'll start to pick up some of the poses. And yoga is just a phenomenal thing to teach our little minis, especially the breathing. So encourage them to practice with you if they want. Um, Don't force them. (laughs) And like we all know, being home home with kids can be really hard. The days can be really long. And just taking even a 15-minute yoga break... Really helps the mood of the house too. If everyone's maybe had a long day and maybe a little sick of each other, um, just doing a few minutes of breath work or a few stretches really does help change the mood of the house and gives everybody um, a reset. So, I'm going to take just a moment and talk about the safety of yoga. Um, if you're completely new to yoga, I definitely recommend, like I said earlier, going to a yoga studio or a beginner class. But if you have practiced before, then you're comfortable with the poses, then a home practice can be great. It's really important to listen to your body, move with your breath, and let go of your ego. So don't worry about where you were in the pose pre baby or even a month ago. Stay focused on where you are right now in the present moment in that pose. And when we push ourselves too far, Then we get hurt and we say we got hurt in yoga, but really it was because you were letting your ego drive that practice or that pose. So you need to listen to your body and say no if it's trying to tell you that you used to be able to do this in the pose or whatever. That's not going to be the most beneficial for you. So don't don't let that ego drive your practice. And same with your workout. You can get hurt doing a workout too. It can be the exact same thing. Don't let your ego drive your workout. Um, Just remember that even though it's hard when you practice before you had kids and then you come back to the poses, your body has changed. You carried a baby. So it's okay to allow yourself to be where you are in this present moment. And it's not going to look or feel the same that it used to necessarily. And that can sometimes be a bit of a blow to your confidence. It was for me. I know that and we're all human so we all feel those emotions and exercising is fun when we're building up our endurance on a run or our strength when we're lifting weights and it feels really good but when you take that bit of a break you say you were pregnant of course and you had to take a bit of a break or or lessen the amount that you were doing for whatever reason um it can be really hard when you come back to that exercise or that class that yoga class and you have to work your way back up again that's hard And it's not always as fun because exercise is fun when everything's feeling really good. But that's the ego talking to you. And with all exercises, there's so many health benefits. So it's not just about touching your toes or running 10K or saying that you can do this much on the bench. I don't even know. (laughs) But anyways, that's, that's your ego. And so remember, just take it where you are day by day and eventually... You will be back at that point and it will feel good and you can move beyond that. It's all a work in progress, just like with our health. There's never a final destination. We're always, once we accomplish something, we want to accomplish more. So we're always building on where we are. So just remember that. So one final topic that I want to touch on before we finish up this episode is why people start a fitness program. So whether you exercise right now or not, um, if if you do exercise, then this was probably you when you first started, and if you don't exercise, then this might be where you're sitting at right now, but we likely all started exercising or want to start exercising or practicing yoga, even eating healthy, with a hope to change our body. So we all have an ego, and that's totally natural and human to have a desire to quote unquote get in shape. So if that's you, that's totally natural and human. And I know that that was me when I first got into running. We It was like a gateway right into healthy living, um, running and yoga. And then I became interested in other aspects of health. So whatever it is for you, that's fine. And it's okay to, to want to get into shape. But soon you will start to experience the other benefits that will be bigger than losing weight or looking a certain way. So For me, running is like a moving meditation and I noticed that right away on my runs back when I was running way more, I was able to clear my head and that's what yoga does for you too if you stay with the breath. So I think that if you're new to yoga and you're worried about if you're doing the poses right, there's a lot to focus on and the teacher is saying a thousand cues and you don't have the breath 100% yet, that's fine. It'll eventually come where the poses become more natural and then you can get into a rhythm and clear your head too and you'll learn that the poses are just a small part of yoga. There's actually eight limbs and asana is just one of the eight, one of the eight and it's connected really close with the breath and the breath is the fourth limb of yoga so they work really well together Um, but my point is that it's okay to start yoga or running or eating healthy to lose weight Um, but just know that your value is not in your size and neither is your happiness you can choose right now exactly as you are to be happy and to love yourself and getting healthy through fitness and nutrition is just the beginning of your journey and there's a lot more to health which we are going to cover in other topics coming up. So um, I hope that you found something that was helpful in this episode. I hope that you do take some time to schedule in either bits of movement throughout the day with your kids. Um, It's not going to be pretty. (laughs) It's going to be messy. That's okay. Or find 30 minutes when your husband is home or your partner is home that you can sneak out or go for a walk with the kids. Any bit of exercise is going to feel so good and it does lighten the mood. If everybody's feeling a little grouchy, that's the best thing you can do for yourself and for your kids too. And it's a great thing to be teaching your children that exercise is available to everybody and it's a great mood booster. Teach them that when they're young. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe and leave me a review. And let me know some of your struggles when it comes to being a mom and making time for movement. I know it can be really tough and our kids learn by what we do, not what we say. So let's just be a good example of full body health for them and find some time for movement. If you have any tips that helped you or that help you find time to squeeze in movement throughout the day or to make it to a class... Please share so that we can all learn from that. And don't forget that you can find me on Instagram at Align Wellness YXE. Um, I also have a Facebook page, which is Align Wellness YXE as well. And find me on there and continue this conversation. So share what works for you. Share your struggles. We're all in this together. And thanks so much for listening.